We are celebrating the Independence Day for the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic celebrated their Independence Day on February the 27th. This is What Good, brought to you by Talking Tales and hosted by storyteller Keisha Christie. Oral traditions is an inaugural part of who we are and preserves our culture. Join us every week as we gather and we share stories and talk culture. Gather together your family and friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and most of all, What Good. Welcome to another episode of What Good. I'm your storyteller, Keisha Christie, and in this episode, we are celebrating the Independence Day for the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic celebrated their Independence Day on February the 27th. In this episode, we celebrate you. Let's begin by talking about some of the facts and interesting things about the island, the Dominican Republic. Let's talk about the location. The Dominican Republic occupies the eastern two-thirds of Hispaniola, the second largest island in the Greater Antilles. Now, the official language spoken in the Dominican Republic is Spanish. However, there are a few other languages that are spoken, and that is Creole English, Haitian Creole, and Sama English. Of course, let's take a moment to examine the culture in the Dominican Republic. The culture is a mix with European, African, and Taino. Let's take a moment and talk about food. The national dish for the Dominican Republic is called La Bandra, and it consists of rice and beans, similar to beans and tomato sauce, and chicken. It's also most often served with avocado. Mmm, sounds delicious. And along with great food, we want to talk about what the Dominican Republic is known for. And of course, they are known for their blue waters and white sand beaches. Here are some fun facts about the Dominican Republic. Number one would be Santo Domingo. It is the oldest city in the Americas. The city's capital is the capital and it is the oldest European settlement in the Americas, which was founded by Bartholomew Columbus in 1496. Number two, defy gravity. Yes, in the Dominican Republic, you have the opportunity to defy gravity. In Barahona, it is a southwestern part of the DR and a town called Polo. And that is where you can find the gravity at a magnetic pole. And here's what happens. If you stop your car and put it in neutral and it's the car is going downhill, once you do that, the car will roll upwards. It's also known as Gravity Hill. Could you imagine? Hmm? Next is unique precious stones. There are two unique precious stones to the DR only and cannot be found anywhere else in the world. And that is Amber and Larimar. They can only be found in the DR. And number four would be the highest peak in the Caribbean. Peck Durant is the lowest elevation in the Caribbean, but it also is home to the highest elevation in the region at 3,087 meters altitude. Interesting fun fact. Well, now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, we definitely want to get into the stories. And the stories told in the Dominican Republic are referred to as Latin folk tales. And we've got some special ones to share with you today. 
before we get into it, we're going to do something a little bit different this week. The call and repeats doesn't have the same vibe when we're not live together. So we're going to try this a little different. Let me know what you think. Stories come from far and wide. Some for you, some for me, something for everybody. This story is called How the Clemmer Doctor Tricked Death. There was once a very rough fellow who always had these great ideas trickling around in his head. And he knew that once he found work, he would become rich very quickly. He had the faith, but the desire to search for work, well, that he had none. One day, death stood before him. Fella, I've taken a fancy to you. Such a strong fancy that I will go for you. Now heed me. You shall take the profession of a doctor. As a doctor, you will be able to cure anybody whom you lay your hands on, on these conditions. If you see me standing at the foot of the bed, then go ahead and heal them at once. But if you ever see me at the head of the bed, don't trouble yourself. There is no curing that. Go for a walk, drink some coffee, do something because that one is mine. The fellow went off and did his work. He went to the city, began a practice in medicine, his type of medicine. And it wasn't a bad type either. After some time, he cured dozens, hundreds, thousands of patients. Soon, there ran throughout the town a rumor that every person he laid hands on, mm, he could cure anything and everything. The rumor made its twists and turns and rush up and down blind alleys. Finally, it reached the palace, which was a wonderful thing because it landed on the ears of the king, whose daughter was gravely ill. At once, he sent for the doctor. As soon as he arrived, Dr. Breathless, when the king calls, you come running. The king spoke. He said this. The princess is ill, seriously ill. If you save her, you shall have half my kingdom and marry the princess in the bargain. On the other hand, if you allow her to die, I will cut off your head. Ooh, rather unfair of the king. He gave the doctor no choice at all. So as you can imagine what choice the doctor did make, he agreed. Oh, heartily. Anyway, he was convinced that he could cure the girl, so no problem. He was so accustomed to seeing death at the foot of the bed that the old rascal might have been a bedpost. But this time, this time, lo and behold, death stood big as life at the head of the bed. It gave the doctor quite a fright. Aye, he said to himself, instead of curing her and living like a king, Am I supposed to die today? Is she supposed to die? Are we both supposed to die? Hi. Oi. Oh, oh. Then an idea came. Swiftly, the doctor seized the bed and yanked it around so that the foot was at the wall instead of the head. And Death was suddenly found himself at the foot of the bed, watching the doctor assist the cure princess to sit up. Well... He was mad. No, death was furious. He sailed out of the door, swearing revenge on the clever doctor. Well, at least the king kept his promise, because, you know, sometimes 
they don't always keep it, you know. He made the arrangements for handing over half of his riches and he also set a date for the wedding. After all, it is rather nice to have a doctor in the family, especially a particularly good one. However, when the doctor left the palace, who should catch him by his sleeve but death? Mm -hmm. Come with me, he commanded. But, well, before he knew it, the doctor was up in the sky and standing on the heavenly blue carpet and around him were hundreds, no thousands, no millions of little aisle lamps. You see these lamps, death sternly said? Hmm. Each one of these represents a life on earth. Once the oil is gone, so is the life. Here is yours, dear doctor. This with only a dab of wetness at the bottom. Five minutes of flame, five minutes of life, clever doctor. Very well, the doctor said with a sigh. Mm, but if you add enough oil for the last, to last about 15 minutes, then I could tell you a story. It's one of my best. He watched to see where death dipped to the oil, and then he began to tell his story. Mm. It was definitely a good one. It was so good that death started to doze off. He dozed and dozed until he fell asleep. And well, the good doctor took that opportunity to refuel his lamp. Not just a little bit. Not one or two years. He filled that lamp to the very top until it was dripping over. So that even to today, he still lives. I know this as a fact. He's an old acquaintance of mine. Actually, he's the one who told me this tale. This next story is called The Legend of the Colorful Bat. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful bat. He was the most beautiful creature that ever existed. Because in his quest to look like the rest of the birds, he rose to the sky and asked the creator to give him feathers. The creator told him that if he really wanted feathers, he could just ask the other birds if they could provide him with some of theirs. And so he did. He worked all day and night to collect the most beautiful feathers. He asked the most amazing specimens for just one of their very pretty feathers. When he was done, he was very proud of his accomplishment. He looked spectacular and loved swaggering his new look in front of every animal in the world. He was so beautiful that when the echo of his flight, he made a wonderful rainbow. Every animal looked at him in admiration. They couldn't stop watching, fascinated by the dazzling image. However, the flattering started to take a toll on him and pride took over. He began to look down on every other bird since he considered that they were not as marvelous as he was. He started criticizing the other birds and comparing himself to them, always pointing out the fact that he was the most beautiful creature that ever existed. And since no one likes to be humiliated and looked down to, the bat's lack of humility became unbearable for the entire animal kingdom. And those comments reached the ears of the creator. The creator decided to call the bat for a brief meeting. The 
presumptuous animal thought that he was being called to receive some sort of award or flattery for his beauty and his ego rose with him beyond the clouds. He was so happy he flapped again and again shedding unconsciously all the beautiful feathers. Suddenly he was naked, black and wrinkly as he was in the beginning of the times. Day after day, the sky was filled with color and beautiful rainbow feathers which were falling from the clouds as if they were some kind of paint-filled rain. The bat was so embarrassed, he went down to the earth and took refuge inside the caves, refusing to see anyone. He lived in the dark, lamenting his selfish attitude and was never able to see color again. These tales were shared with me so that I could share them with you. Now, it's your turn. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Walk Good. Join us next week as we upload new episodes for your enjoyment every Tuesday. But if you need an extra dose of storytelling, make sure you check out our YouTube channel at Talking, T-A-L-K-I-N, apostrophe, Tales, T-A-L-E-S, where you can find Storytime with with Keisha every Friday, as well as other stories. You can also follow us on our social media platforms. You can follow us on IG at Talking, T-A-L-K-I-N dash Tales, T-A-L-E-S, or Talking Tales on Facebook. As we always say, gather your family and your friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and as always, what good? (laughs) 